It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Morning Jam. Baby, what do you say you would just get lost? Leave this one horse town like two rebels without a cause. I've got people in Boston, ain't your dad? Good morning. It is Thursday on the Morning Jam. Starting out with a little Jody Messina this morning. I remember when I was young enough to just flip a coin and decide where I was going to go for the weekend. You remember that? Yeah. Remember yeah. those days? That was nice. A Friday, you just go, hmm, where do I want to go today? You just get in the car and go. Right. I used to do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't fine. do that anymore. Not at, uh, for me, five sixty-five a gallon. You're not going to do it. No, yeah. no, not at no. five. No, that's for sure. Yeah. You could. Where am I going to walk today? <laughs> Let me toss a coin. Am I going to walk in the front yard or am I going to walk in the backyard? Well, if I, am I if I do walk, am I going to get robbed or attacked? So oh, jeez, too much to think. Well, about. that I don't have to worry about. Where, where yeah, not where I, you're at. Not where I am, unless right. it's attacked by a raccoon right. or maybe maybe a bear. We have seen bears this season. Uh-huh. So yeah. they are out there. Uh, well, if you're wondering who that voice is, those of you who know, know it's uh, Marco Galbraith sitting in today. He's the end part of the jam uh, <laughs> on the morning jam. Uh, here's your thought of the day for this Thursday. Winning doesn't always mean being first. Winning means you're doing better than you've done before. Yeah. Excellent. If you can be a better you than you were yesterday, that's winning. Absolutely. Progress. For sure. Yep. Here's your mind jam trivia. We're asking you about cats today. This color of cat is up to 50% less likely to be adopted than other colors. We want to know what color cat are we talking about? Have you ever had a cat? As a kid, we had one, uh, and it was, I don't it was a calico? Is that the oh, multicolored cat? Yes. Yeah, we had that. The calico's yeah. really pretty. And I was probably five or six years old, but I haven't had one since then. I'm a dog guy. I, I like I like all animals. I do, but, too. But I'm a dog guy. I'm more of a, a dog person, too. I, I did have an orange tabby named Stevie, uh-huh. and I did love her. Yeah. She was pretty cool. There's some great cats out mm-hmm. there. Personalities. In 1969, uh, on this day in history, Ralph Nader sets up a consumer organization known as Nader's Raiders. Hmm. He's the guy that called my Corvair unsafe at any speed. Oh, boy. Rude. Yeah. That was my first car, and he called it unsafe. Hmm. Hmm. In 1955, Rebel Without a Cause, directed by Nicholas Ray, starring James Dean and Natalie Wood, it's released on this day in history. Very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Rebel without a cause. Mm. In 1975, this guy gets the the cover of both Time and Newsweek. Bruce Springsteen. Here he is live in London that same year. That's when he was much cooler. I don't like him anymore. I, I don't used either. to really like the boss. 
And yeah. I, just, I can't stand him anymore because of his political stance. That's why I went back to 1975. Then we right. can kind of re- remember him the way he was. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In 1983, I don't remember this. Larry Flint pays a hitman a million dollars to kill Hugh Hefner, Bob Guccione, Walter Annenberg, and Frank Sinatra. Hmm. His business manager immediately stops the payment. Flint says he was just joking. Oh, my goodness. How do you, how do you get by with that? Yeah. Just kidding. That's a bargain, though. Yeah. Those yeah are that's some, not bad. Those are some big... Hugh, big, Hefner, Hugh yeah. Hefner and Frank Sinatra alone. That's right. You would think would pull down that kind of money. That's right. He's a messed up man. Mm-hmm. No doubt mm-hmm. about that. All right. Uh, we got birthdays today. If you're having a birthday, happy birthday to you. You share it with funny man John Cleese. I love him. Uh, he's 83 years old today. I went back and pulled something from Faulty Towers. Don't know if you've ever watched it. I haven't, it. no. In this scene, um, apparently he likes to gamble, but his wife doesn't like for him yeah. to gamble. Here's a little bit of oh, that. No, I was in the town and I passed the betting shop and I thought, well, why not? Well, why not indeed, eh? Jolly good question, eh, dear? Well, you didn't let me put something on, really. Realize how much we would have won? 75 pounds for a five-pound stake? Still, you know best. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the odds, were they, Basil? Yes, that's right, dear. 14 to 1. I listened in on the wireless just to make sure it had triumphed. Enjoy your winnings, Polly. Thank you. Polly. Yes, Mrs. Ford. What was the name of the horse? The name? Oh. <laughs> I don't know, because I really didn't place the bet. <laughs> so then he's in the background trying to mime what the names of the horses were. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's very, very funny show. It's, it's, it's really good. good. I like when he's very sarcastic. He can, he can come across very sarcastic. And, you know, I watched some current interviews with him lately, and... He is very interesting to yeah, watch, yeah. and his thoughts on you know the modern day wokeism and how it stifles creativity uh-huh. and what that's going to do to the next generation of of artists and how it's going to stifle all that. It, it's it's interesting stuff. Yep. I think uh, Marla Maples is having a birthday today. She is turning fifty nine years old. Here she is when she guest starred on The Nanny. Oh my God, there's Marla Maples. <laughs> oh, uh, hello, Miss Maples. Hi. I'm Fran Fine. This is Val. Oh, I must say, I am just so sorry about you and the you-know-who. But I'm sure that you must have met someone already and you're completely unavailable. Oh, honey, I am not about to go jump into another relationship. I am on my own and I've got my career going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's really none of my business. Break a leg. that's pretty much the way everybody felt about marla maples her voice in the nanny just got under my skin oh i I like her as an actress but the this oh man i don't know how she did it i don't know how she does it and i don't know how um megan off of will and grace i don't know how they keep those voices up that in uh um i'll think of it later there's another tv show where two guys uh he's a comedian uh and he, he his co-character is a cop, and he talks like this. Really? Oh, it just gets, I got to change the channel. It is impressive, though, that they can keep it up that long. Yes. That they can yeah, stay yeah. in character because yeah. their voices don't sound. Well, people I, just think, and oh, and the lady off Friends, yes. Janice. Yeah. 
Oh my God, Chandler Bing. That's right. Yeah, and, and that I've one. heard Larry the Cable Guy doesn't have that Southern drawl. He's talking like we are right now. Not, not like, not so much. Yeah, get her done. Get her done. Character. Also having a birthday today is uh, Lee Greenwood. He turns eighty years old, and guess what? I'm not gonna play God Bless the USA because that's what everybody plays. That's right. A really nice guy. I, I did get to do some shows with him back in the day, and uh, that was a big hit for him uh, during that time. Just a, a really, really nice fella. Yeah. And of course, I mean, after he did God Bless the USA, I mean, it was like all yeah. over. Yeah. Nobody remembers any of his no, other music that's right. that's anymore. Right. Uh, we also have Matt Drudge having a birthday today turning 56 years old of course before the drudge report he was on entertainment tonight mm-hmm. did you do you remember, I don't remember that, that. No. and he was the one that broke the whole clinton lewinsky yeah thing here's a little bit from that there's serious problems of sexual malfeasance in the in the white house we've got everyone in washington now aware of a story after i broke it over the internet over the weekend uh, after newsweek uh, stopped the story when they decided not to run this story i had an opportunity to move in and they presented me that opportunity and that's what i did and they're going to have to live with that mistake in the history books wow yeah i mean you think about it you you talk about somebody who was forging a path yeah he was doing it i'm surprised he didn't commit suicide with six, six shots to the back of the head because <laughs> usually you know you go against the clintons and and that's what that's what ends up happening <laughs> you're in trouble you, you, it's not easy to do that either it takes real right. talent that's, that's right to that's make right. that happen that's right so there is that all right uh so those are our birthdays for today going back to our mind jam trivia we're talking about cats this morning and um we want to know what color of cat is 50% less likely to be adopted than other colors. And I, we want to know what color that we're talking about. I wouldn't have guessed this one. No? No, this one got me because I, I uh, the color that's less likely, the color, the answer is what I would have picked for one. No, well, well, there you go. We're going to be back mm-hmm. with the answer here on the Morning Jam. Thanks so much for joining us. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. On the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Didn't mean to make you cry. I'll try to find a bird for you tomorrow. So sit down, I'll sit on. You need your legs to tatter. <laughs> it's uh it's bohemian catsity because it's uh it's national black cat day so there you go uh and that's your answer is black cats to our mind jam trivia we ask you the color of a, a cat that is 50 percent less likely to be adopted than other colors and it was black cats which many of you knew uh and then renee reminded us that a lot of shelters this time of year you can't even adopt a black cat around halloween because people are terrible so you can't even adopt them 
Wow. Uh, and, and it was the pilgrims, evidently, that associated black cats mm-hmm. with evil or witchcraft or, or things like that. Um, they say to honor Black Cat Day, show off your black cat on social media. You can uh, watch a black cat. Okay, I guess you could do that. And better yet, adopt a black cat. Yeah. When I was at the Poe Museum in Boston the, and I saw all the black cats with the bright green eyes, I think they're beautiful. Beautiful, they are. And your clothes don't show their hair as much. Right, yeah. Like a white cat, they're 50% less likely to be adopted than a white cat. Why? I prefer, if I was going to be a cat guy, I would be. I like the black cats. Although I've got a friend, Walt, that has a, a beautiful white cat. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. My friend uh, Brett Sharp, he has uh, a beautiful cat as well yeah. that has a girl name, and then they found out he's a guy. Oh, so, no. Oops. No, other way around. They named him George, and it's actually a girl cat. But that's accepted nowadays. It's good. Broken. Well, yeah, evidently it is. Who knew? What do we know? That's right. Uh, lots to talk about today, including uh, Pelosi is running for her 18th term. Oh, my goodness. How is that possible? Just, and she's just clueless yeah clueless and and she just keeps winning and winning and winning the guy running against her apparently was uh was born the same day she got married he said we've got an interview Mm. that we'll play a little bit of that from in a little bit dale says the only good cat is a dog really dale (laughs) don't be mean to the cats my sister's turned into a cat person she was always a dog person yeah but you know as she's gotten older she appreciates the ways of a cat. Yeah. They're not as needy. That's true. As but a, a lot of times they don't show affection, too. They just, they, you know, I, I want that affection and tail wagon and, and yeah. I want a companion. Yeah, not somebody that goes, you're like, oh, I'm home. And they're yeah. like, so Whatever. am I. Yeah, I'll come <laughs> okay. out when it's time to eat, to be fed or, or yeah. And I'll let you pet, pet me for like two seconds before I bite your hand. Right. Now, that's why if you're going to get a cat, though, you need to adopt an older one. And you yeah. just go into the shelter and let the cat adopt you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can get a really sweet one. Yeah. But people want to get kittens. And right. you don't know what you're getting. That's right. With yeah. a kitten. So yeah. Got to be affectionate. Mm-hmm. If I'm feeding it and taking it to the vet, I want some affection. That's right. Yeah. And unless I have all four of them on top of me, and then I'm like, why do I have four dogs? <laughs> I don't know. Give me some room. Because I love them. That's why. That's right. Uh, we're going to improve your grammar game this morning. We're going to talk about that a little bit. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Everybody can use a, a reminder every now and then. Um, will the Fetterman fitness debate give us a glimpse of how people really feel about President Biden? Mm. It might. Mm-hmm. Because how that vote goes in Pennsylvania may really... Because right now, he's the lieutenant governor. That's scary. It's so scary. With the way he thinks, his beliefs, and his agendas, they're very scary. But and I his health. I don't know that he can think, though. I mean, yeah. even the whole fracking. Oh, I, you know, I've... He's he's made comments that he's against fracking. I've never mm-hmm. been for fracking, but and then he does the debate and he's like, "Fracking, good. I like fracking. Yeah, fracking, fracking. Yes. I'm, he, you know." He starts the debate. Okay, good. Good night, everybody. Have a have a nice yes, evening. Yes, good night, everybody. Wow. Holy cow! Wow. But uh, as we'll play a little bit later on, they actually talk to a panel uh-huh. from uh, you know registered Democrats, Republicans, Independents. And they ask him after watching this debate because they had to watch the whole thing. Yeah, you know, do you think he is fit to run? And one woman raised her hand, 
and, and, said, and said yes. And said yes. And another guy was like kind of halfway wow. up, and all the rest of them were like, "Nope, right, not after right. watching that." So it, it's it's interesting. To, and you got to gotta wonder look. did she, does she really think he's fit to run, or is she saying that because she wants him in that seat? Because it's a, it got a D by it to hold the agenda. Right. That's right. We right. don't we don't care who really wins. Let's just hold our agenda mm-hmm. because it's got a D next to our name. Well, and and you know, there's a part of me who understands that. Yeah. Right. So uh, if if that's if that's your values, that's right. I, I I see. I don't know that I could do that, but anyway, we'll see. Uh, banned Halloween costumes. Apparently, there are some schools some stores that are drawing the line i'm shocked does that mean we're not going to have 12 year olds dressed like strippers no i guess not probably not no that's not what that means i'm sure they're selling those at record speed uh but there are some that they're banning and we'll tell you uh about that in a little bit Uh, all the things you can blame on climate change there are so very many more than what you might think things like obesity do you know that you can blame uh, obesity on climate change. I'm interested to find out more right. about that. Uh, we've had another amusement ride fiasco. Guests and employees were rushed to the hospital after an amusement park ride derails. So, I yeah, we've got a lot of that. And an update on Michael J. Fox a little bit later on this morning. He is saying that this past year has been his most difficult ever, but it looks like things are on the the upside for him now. At least I hope so, because he, he was certainly one of our favorites growing up. It's hard to believe he's 61. That puts in perspective how old we are now. Speak for yourself. I know. Ugh. I know. It's, it's 61, pretty crazy. Yeah. 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 How is he? You look 25, Janet. <laughs> Well, she does. I'm talking about me. Mm. Yeah, me. Yeah. 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 Janet is 25, right? Uh, yeah, no. No, no, no. No, you may as well own your age. Otherwise, they'd be like, holy crap, she looks terrible for 25. That's right. That's right. I had a girlfriend that started lying about her age in, in her 20s. I don't know why. Yeah. But but she wouldn't tell anybody how old she was. She wouldn't do. So we all assumed that she was like a decade older yeah, yeah. than she really was. I'm like, this really isn't playing well for you. Uh, you think it is, but it's that's not. Right. That's Look, right. Everybody thinks you're actually older than you are because you're being so secretive. Right, right. So she was really odd about oh, it wow. very early on. Uh, what would you buy with $700 million? Wow. That's the question of the morning. I I want to know. Call us or, or text us, but preferably call us, 866-916-3776. If you won $700 million, what would you spend it on? People in Lynchburg are weighing in on that mm-hmm. uh, because the Powerball jackpot is up to $700 million. Yeah, I didn't get enough numbers the other day. I was supposed to get all the numbers you know, only got mm. the one. They gave me one number. They gave you one number, and wow. you and you didn't have the initiative to go and put the rest of them in there. Well, I I felt like if I put my fate up to our listeners, that I would have won. Uh huh. I believe in our listeners. Oh, okay. I think if I won that, I'd fill up my truck with diesel fuel. Yeah, oh, you, you might about, you, you might have just a, you might have just enough yeah yeah I just, just blow it all and finally caution be able to, to the wind that's right finally fill up my truck with diesel and and just you know what I'm gonna blow it all on a tank of gas and that's, just enjoy myself <laughs> driving around it's so sad that you feel that way <laughs> I know but you kind of do feel that way yeah because you are using diesel I mean that's pretty yeah, expensive right now it is 
no wonder you're not flipping a quarter to see if you're going to mm-hmm. Carolina or that's right <laughs> or California. Dan, I had to go to Danville yesterday. And it was killing me watching the gas gauge as I drive. Uh huh. It cost me a million dollars just to drive to Danville. One hundred billion dollars. Um. So here's some answers to our what would you do with seven hundred million? Uh, Dale says I would have a giant white chocolate bunny, uh, or a giant chocolate squirrel made and send it to janet white chocolate that would be exactly yeah it's got to be white chocolate that would she, be a waste janet loves white chocolate and albino i do not an albino bunny is yeah, what he would say right. and then uh, we had somebody else say uh pay off my house give to ministries nonprofits, travel the world yeah that's i think that would be mine too mm-hmm. that would be a good one to do so we'll uh we'll continue to talk about that today what would you do if you won 700 million dollars coming up we have got wdbj7 on the way and uh going to be hearing from kimberly mcbroom going to be talking about the case of the bridgewater college shooting suspect that has been certified for a grand jury uh, there was a bank robbery in roanoke and then virginia received its first payment of 67.7 million dollars from that johnson and johnson opioid settlement so we'll talk about that the fifth district congressional candidates they went head to head in a debate and then roanoke county students collected over 1400 boxes of mac and cheese for a very good cause that's amazing it really is a lot yeah that's pretty cool and it's not like that's an easy thing for a kid to part with right that's right of all the things they would want to get rid of that's the like seven hundred million dollars. <laughs> probably isn't what they're going to want to give up. Yeah, yeah. We'll have all that ahead. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. He's Marco Galbraith, and we're glad that you're joining us here this morning on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. After waking up to temperatures in the 40s this Thursday morning, we'll see highs seasonable into the upper 60s and low 70s this afternoon with a good deal of sunshine as we head into tonight. Temperatures a little bit cooler into the upper 30s and low to mid 40s, generally under a mostly clear sky. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds as we head toward Friday with highs generally in the 50s and low 60s. Currently, we have 50 degrees right now in the Danville area, 51 in Salem and Roanoke, 48 in Appomattox, 49 in Lynchburg, and 51 in Bedford. And it's pretty clear and starry skies everywhere this morning. Kind of windy as well. Mm, So uh, if you live in an area where it's highly wooded, don't ask me how I know, uh, probably going to be a lot of branches, leaves, that kind of thing on the road this morning. A lot to pick up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Work continues on the Lakeside Drive Bridge and Blackwater Creek Project, and with that comes changes to the recently installed roundabout. I know that's a favorite topic for you guys. Uh, The city said that uh, this work will continue through November the 2nd, intermittent, intermittent Lane closures will occur in and around the roundabout to accommodate contractors completing work. This is going to be from 9 in the morning until 3.30 
on weekdays through November 2nd. I'm really, really sorry. Mm-hmm. This, I hope they spell the word yield right this time. <laughs> I think they did fix it. <laughs> they probably won't make. We're going to be talking about grammar issues <laughs> here right. in a little That's bit. Right. Bless their hearts. <laughs> Don't yeah. they have a template or something for that? I mean, it shouldn't well, be hard to spell. I thought they did. Yeah. You would think, you know, things like stop. Right. Yield. Yeah. Go. That's Wouldn't pretty, you just have those made already? Yeah, if you're in that industry of painting them and making the signs, you'd think they'd be pretty simple. Yeah. Grammar's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to be very pacific <laughs> when you're doing those signs. Stop. That's one that drives me crazy. Yeah. You had that one just yesterday. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Great. All yep. right. Uh, Myrtle Beach. A Roanoke resident was arrested in Myrtle Beach for... Uh, barricaded man hit woman with hammer, tied her to bed inside wow. Myrtle Beach home. They charged him with uh, 10 counts of attempted murder, one count of kidnapping, one count of arson, second degree, one count of cruelty to animals. Well, wait a second. And two counts of possession of a weapon during a violent crime. They had to deploy, a SWAT team had to deploy gas on him. He fired at the police, but uh, was eventually arrested. Unbelievable! How, Ten counts of murder, hit her in the head with a hammer. That wow! And, and he was, and he was from this area, Roanoke. Yeah, forty-five-year-old Roanoke resident. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about a feel-good story? Let's do that. Uh, it started out as a simple food drive by a Roanoke County school teacher, and it turned into mac and cheese mania. Chip Donahue is a second-grade teacher at Glencove Elementary School. And his students have collected more than 1,400 boxes of mac and cheese to donate to Feeding Southwest Virginia. They started with a goal to collect 200 boxes, but that has been far exceeded. They now have so many boxes that students are using them as building blocks to understand (laughs) how buildings are constructed. (laughs) See, now that's a teacher getting it done right there. That's right. That's right. And they're going to continue to collect boxes through the end of the month. Not the healthiest, but it will fill you up and it'll feed a family. Mac and cheese is, is delicious. And, and not but. only that, it also, I think, brings joy yeah, yeah. To, to people. It's definitely a comfort food. And it's teaching the kids to give, mm-hmm. especially at, at this time of the year, you know, give. and, and uh, But now you can take a box, of, a box of mac and cheese and you can add some things to mm-hmm. it to really make it better Cut better pieces for you. of hot dog. No. Uh, uh, if Rebecca's driving to work right now and she's listening, and I guarantee, like little, little, <laughs> cut up little pieces of hot dogs in it and put it in the mac and cheese. What would you put in it? I, is- I would, uh, with my kids, it was one of the ways I got them to get a taste for broccoli. Oh, okay. I could I could cut up the broccoli and put it in there. And oh, then, Trey's shaking his head. No, no, don't. That's fine. My children now will eat an entire head of broccoli. Yeah. Each, which I thought was a great idea at the time. Nutritionally, it is a great right, idea. Right. From a cost standpoint, yeah, it got really expensive because they're like, they're eating all because we called them little trees, right? He's eating all the little trees, mom. <laughs> He's getting all the little trees, right? And then if you have to buy a head of broccoli for everybody, that can start getting expensive. Yeah, especially now. So you don't eat broccoli? You still no, don't? No, I do eat broccoli. It's just putting it in the mac and cheese mm. is not. It's delicious, is what it is. I'm just. I think I'm had, having mac and cheese. I I typically like. I'm having like either barbecue or, or yeah. something. I'm like I'm already eating unhealthy. I don't. I, it, we need people to text in mac and cheese with hot dogs or broccoli with mac and dogs. cheese. <laughs> You're gonna Let's, lose. We're gonna vote. We're gonna vote. <laughs> you would you eat the ones with the hot dogs in it? See, to me, yeah. that's just blasphemy. I've done it yeah. before where, like, if I have hot dogs and mac and cheese, I'll put the mac and cheese on the hot dog and a little yeah. ketchup. And yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I've done that with baked beans, too. You, oh. 
you guys are killing me. You go camping as a Boy Scout, you just, it, it's natural just to combine Just food. junk. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right. All right. It's survival. It's survival. Is there a badge for that? Is there a Boy Scout badge for yes. that? Wilderness survival? Yes, I think not, it's, not I, I think it's called hot dogs, but the yeah. Beano badge. The Beano badge. We, that's what we call that. The Tums, Tums badge. Mm-hmm, that's right. So we said we were going to improve your grammar game this morning. Apparently, there are quite a few embarrassing grammar mistakes that even intelligent people make. So we're going to talk about those today, just so you, you don't want to be that person, like the person that said to Marco yesterday, well, you know, uh, specifically, I want to say... That's right. That's right. Oh, it drives me crazy. <laughs> I had a friend who he wrote me, he was my piano player, and that was back when you wrote to each other, and uh, and he'd, he'd sent me a... A postcard or something where he was and it was like specifically and I, the next time i saw him I'm like dude come on right right no that's like an ocean uh-huh <laughs> don't do that uh here are some of the most common writing and speaking flubs first come first serve is one that people use quite a bit yeah but it should be first come first served without the d the phrase suggests the first individual who arrives will be the one who serves everyone, which would be a fun twist on That's right. <laughs> on, That's on right. the way things work. Yeah, yeah. You'd say that to my uh to my son. He shows up first in line. Oh, you get to serve everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And then you get to eat last. Right. Now the second one gets used a lot. Yeah. I could care less. Uh think about this one for a minute. The way it's written above suggests you possess care which still could be allocated to the situation in question. I couldn't care less is correct because it communicates that I have no more care to give. Yeah. I've I've used this one. Yeah. I, I've gotten this one wrong. I, I say that quite often, yeah. yeah. I won't now, but... So it's, yeah. I couldn't care less. Yep, I and, couldn't care less. And that's why we do this, yeah. so people know. But that's if you think about it, it's kind of confusing. I could care less. Well, I don't care. Could you yeah, care yeah. less? Yeah. It's like I always used to get confused on a test in school when the teacher would say, if it's a true or false question... The teacher, the question would be, is it not true that today is Thursday? Right. Well, it's like, I know today's Thursday, but now you've confused me. Is it not true? Okay, now I'm just lost. Forget it. (laughs) I'll just write next to the question, yes, today's Thursday, but I don't, yeah. Well, irregardless is our next item up for bid. Uh, This is not a word. I didn't know that. Wow, I didn't either. That's another one that I have used. Huh. Irregardless is not a word. It's simply regardless, as in regardless of what you think about grammar, you'll look silly if mm-hmm. you lose it, use it incorrectly. Mm-hmm. So don't say irregardless. It's just regardless. Hmm. I, as the last word in a sentence. This, I don't know anybody who does this. Yeah, yeah. This mistake is remarkably common, yet a correct example would be Carly talked with Brandon and me. The trick is to getting this one straight is to ta- talk to the other person's name out of the sentence and see if your personal pronoun choice still sounds right. Carly talked with I. Which is, you would never say. Yeah, is awkward and incorrect. Rebecca, throw, kind of off talk, Rebecca, Rebecca will throw me words like, she's, she's, we were cleaning carpet one time in a car and she said the word, put it in an inconspicuous, now I can, see, I can't say it. Inconspicuous Yeah, place. and she's got me, this was 20 years ago and I can't <laughs> say that word anymore. Because she said it wrong, I, I can't. It's I, it's. But everybody has people in their lives that say certain words wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like my Mark, <laughs> now he's trying to to fix it. 
Um, but now he's so hypersensitive of it, he tries to avoid saying the word. But the word is bulb. Yeah. And he says bub. Bub. Yeah, <laughs> bub. yeah. Bub. And and he's like, all right, I'm going to go change that. And you can and see panic. Think. Like panic on his face. <laughs> that light thing. And like, right, right. The, the light bulb. Right. Like, he, yeah. It, where's he like, from originally? He's, he's from this area. Yeah. Kind of like uh, creek and crick. And syrup yeah. and syrup. But I thought Crick was like a country saying, even though I never knew anybody who said it. Right. But we've got Yankee neighbors who have come in. They say Crick all the time. Huh. Interesting. And, so was, and they're from Pennsylvania. Yeah. I think they moved out of the Pennsylvania area. Do you area. say syrup or syrup? Syrup. Yeah, I say syrup also. Yeah. Theater or theater. Trey, yeah. do you say syrup on your macaroni and cheese, hot dogs, <laughs> and barbecue baked beans? How did you know I do that? <laughs> Boy Scout. There's a badge for that. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to have some more of your uh, your grammar no-nos coming up throughout the show. We'll sprinkle them in. Uh, it's, our, it's our version of life hacks today. That's These right. are things we need to brush That's up right. on for That's sure. Right. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day. And the good news is they're fully stocked on Duke's Mayo. So he put up a picture yesterday of all the Dukes they have. I hope they still have that that much but if you're looking for dukes they've got it also if you're thinking about giving turkeys or hams as a corporate gift this year now's the time to place those orders call fnl talk to todd directly 434-846-7448 so i'm giving you recipes that are going to be great for any uh, events you may have coming up this weekend this is also one you might want to keep in your back pocket for thanksgiving or christmas especially if you like those coffee flavors this is a cappuccino icebox cake and it's easy it's no bake it's got uh, graham crackers softened with uh, a nice cappuccino filling and it's pretty delicious in a small bowl you're going to combine three tablespoons of instant cappuccino mix with two tablespoons of water. And then in a large bowl, you're going to mix whipping cream until soft peaks form. That's right. You're going to actually make whipping cream. Uh, and then you're going to add that cappuccino mix, a little bit of Greek yogurt, some vanilla extract, and brown sugar. In a shallow dish, you're going to blend five tablespoons of instant cappuccino and a fourth of a cup of warm milk and soak each graham cracker in this mixture for a few seconds before you layer it in the pan. Place one single layer of those crackers in the bottom of an 8x8 pan. Spoon that creamy yogurt mixture over the crackers and spread evenly and then repeat with two more layers. So they're going to be pretty thin uh, as you're putting it together, but it's going to be really beautiful when uh, you get it chilled and then cut it before serving you lightly dust it with some cocoa powder for some additional decoration and it's super easy and really delicious it's a cappuccino icebox cake and would look beautiful on your dessert table whether you've got something coming up this weekend or with the holidays ahead you want to mark it down and keep it handy you can find the recipe by going to facebook type in janet's five and dine you'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by fnl market on memorial avenue start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning jam 6 to 9 a.m on the virginia talk radio network 
I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on family-packed ground beef, $2.98 a pound and ground fresh. Bottom round roast are $4.98 a pound. Whole boneless ribeye sliced for free are $6.98 a pound. Save on family pack pork chops, $2.79 a pound. And family pack pork ribs are $1.59 a pound. Be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. A man walks down Sean, it's not fine. And may I remind everybody, John Fetterman already has a big job. He's Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania. Right now, he's the number two most powerful person representing 13 million Pennsylvanians. He ought to be forced to resign, and people should actually question his ability to do his current job, let alone one in the Senate. So I think that's the situation here. If you put aside his obvious health challenges, the lack of transparency and integrity and honesty and humility, the motivators for him and his wife, by the way, so craven to hold on to that power to get the next political position. She threatened Dasha Burns, a journalist. She said Dasha Burns should suffer, quote, consequences and asked people to go after her. And indeed, they did. Meanwhile, everybody was underselling his obvious health deficits. And there's something else going on here. Um, this guy was in a primary with three other, two or three other Democrats, and they lied then, too. If you're Connor Lamb tonight, uh, how do you feel? This, this guy who cast himself as a moderate from Western Pennsylvania, who could have taken on Oz. Um, and another thing, I see, that, I see the Democrats right now, because Hochul was so terrible last night against Zeldin, Whitmer was so terrible against Tudor Dixon, obviously John Fetterman was the worst against Oz. They're not going to tell us debates aren't even important because they need to run Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in debates next time. So watch for that, everybody. I think she is absolutely right. Mm -hmm. I think that is exactly what's yeah. going to happen. This whole thing with Fetterman really does matter because um, it does kind of set a precedent for what we have going on with right. the president right now. Right. Yeah. It just does. Yeah. You know, the fact that they just turn a blind eye mental and, health and they and they act like it, it it doesn't come into play and a little bit later on we'll take a look at some of the um the voters who uh, formed a panel mm -hmm. and agreed to watch the debate and then weigh in on whether or not they thought he was fit and some of them thought that they were here's a little bit more from that uh interview that Hannity did with Kellyanne Conway, and I think Mike Huckabee was in it's on this one as well. This wasn't a good format for John Fetterman, that why are we even doing debates? They're not important. Yes, they are. They are central to democracy. And the last point I want to make here, ever since this race became about John Fetterman, he's been losing. But I want to give Mehmet Oz his due. He was fantastic last night. He came with a full grasp of the issues. He has solutions for Pennsylvania. The very first thing Oz said to Fetterman was, we need to get back to civility in Washington, and Fetterman was attacking Oz. So I know 92% of the coverage is about Fetterman. 
look at Mehmet Oz and know that he and his wife, Lisa, are being motivated through public service. They don't need the money. They don't need the fame. They don't need the power. They're giving so much of that up to go and serve in the United States Senate in Pennsylvania. That shows you the stark contrast between the Fettermans and the Ozes. Well, it was interesting how you know, Fetterman immediately went on the defense and was saying that, you know, Oz didn't want him to get well and had right. been uh, ugly with him. But I think, I think that's what he thinks he has. Yeah. And I don't think he, he believes he has much more right. than that. And maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But mental, you know, we're talking about Pelosi. Uh, what her Running eight, for her 18th, 18th run. run. We have to start looking at the mental awareness of these folks that are making critical decisions for us. Well, and and look, we're not being ageist. We're not no, being, no, no, no. you know, that's that's not what we're talking about, right? Um, but all of us, this is a path all of us will walk. There's no way around it. There's no way around we're it. We're going to get there. Either you die young, or you, you know, you mm-hmm. enter into your 80s, and mm-hmm. you are not as sharp in your 80s. You're not as sharp in your 50s right? as as you were. What were we talking about? <laughs> Where <laughs> am I? Who is this? People ask me, you know, how long are you going to keep doing T4 tactics? How are you going to keep t- teaching? I'll teach until I start seeing that, you know what, I'm losing my thoughts and I'm not as sharp. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's time to, well, you just have to give it up. And like you said, we're not being mean. It's just we're all going to be there. That's right. And because some of us have been there recently with our parents, right? we have an ability to see that. Now, you made the comment until I, I see myself declining. I don't know if, if we are capable of doing that. Some people are. Yeah. I think. Or when people start telling me. But Rebecca will tell me. You know, she'll, I'll have people tell me. You'd. Yeah, you're an idiot up there. Stop. Yeah, you're you're, you're <laughs> losing your you're that using your sharpness there. Go, go back to doing something easy like radio. <laughs> <laughs> Just the three hours a day. That's right. Yeah, that's it. Just three hours a day. Nothing else. That's all you do. That's right. So, I do think that you know some people are able to do that, but yeah. many people aren't, and especially when you're in a position of power, they do not want to let that go. Right. And that's certainly the case with yeah. Pelosi. I mean, I, yeah. And she's not going to step, I don't think, she will step down. No. She will not go quietly no, into that no, dark no. night until she can hand the gauntlet off to one of her kids. That's right. And keep that legacy going. Oh, my goodness. Which is what is very popular to mm-hmm. do. We've seen it with, you know, the Kennedys and, and right. the like. So, yep. uh, not really not really surprising yep. there. Uh, coming up in our next hour, we're going to be talking with Lynchburg City Council candidate, uh, Patrick Earl, he's going to join us. We're going to find out what he stands for, what he has uh, planned for the city of Lynchburg and how he wants to serve. So we're going to do that. If you have a question for him, you can text it to us, 434-248-0704, and uh, we'll be sure to work that into the conversation. We're going to have a couple of candidates we're going to be talking to this week. Uh, we say this all the time on the show. We talk about national things, and that's fine, mm-hmm. and that's important. But nothing is as important as you being engaged right here in your community. That's right. And you need to know who you're voting for. You need to know what it is that they stand for. Yep. And then you need to vote your values That's right. that way. And you need to get out and vote. And you need to get out and vote. It's yep. critically important that, that you do that. So uh, we will see. Uh, also, Caitlyn Jenner is back in the news. It, it's amazing to me that it's actually Caitlyn Jenner who's, who's calling all of this craziness Mm -hmm. out. I was reading a story yesterday where a North Carolina high school volleyball team, girls volleyball team, they've just forfeited all their games. 
because there's a, a trans student playing on one of the teams and she just spikes the ball I, and hurts the other kids. She and, knocked a girl out by yeah. spiking the ball and hit her in the hit her in the face and knocked her out. Right. And that's that's why guys shouldn't play against girls. It's that's just look. I, I broke my wrist in five places in yeah. the sixth grade because we were playing co-ed battle ball. Right. And and I was <clears throat> a little aggressive. Right. When I played battle ball, right. I know shock. No, and you weren't. But this guy was a lot older. Yeah. And I mean, when he threw that ball, it would knock you off your yeah. feet, which is yeah. what what ended up happening. But now this whole school, that whole team, they've just forfeited their games. They're like, we're not going to put our kids at risk and that's going to affect the scholarships that's Mm going to affect them that's not just forfeiting a game we're not going to play those girls are probably depending on i need to get noticed playing this game so i can get a scholarship you can't get noticed because it's it's like if you look at the highlight reel because they do Uh highlight reels for like four college and stuff i mean it's just spike after spike after spike after spike it's just crazy. That's just not right. It's like playing volleyball with one of those tennis ball machines. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not going to work. Yeah. It really doesn't, right. doesn't work. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on the show as well. Thanks so much for joining us this morning on The Morning Jam. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have your CBS News. And uh, then we'll have from the Roanoke News Desk, uh, Bill Trefero will have your local headlines on the way. And then uh, immediately in the next hour, Patrick Earl, Lynchburg City Council will be joining us on The Morning Jam. Jam.